Hey there, how's it going? Jimmy Lou, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing all right, John. How are you? Good, good. Today, welcome. Thank, this is my podcast. This is the John Doe No Show. It's it's my room, but appreciate appreciate you coming out here today with Drew Blues as well. What's up, Drew? What up? Y'all doing good today? Yeah. Having fun good, so far? Awesome, good. awesome. Hey, well, Jimmy, I wanted to bring you on because... Uh, you're, I thought you had a pretty interesting job. You know, you're a ghost tour guide mm-hmm. in San Antonio, Texas. That sounds super interesting. How how do you? And you're also a fellow comedian too, right? You do some mm-hmm. stand up some nights yeah, yeah. and stuff. So cool. Well, uh, how did you how did you get into ghost touring and stuff? That sounds so interesting. Uh yeah. So it was just kind of uh, more or less random, um, but a good happenstance. Uh, I had just quit my previous job. I was working at a preschool, and uh, I was just trying to get into something different, and preferably something into nights. Um, so I saw on Indeed a listing that made me honestly kind of giggle because it <laughs> literally was titled um, "Ghost Gallivanter," and I was Ghost like, Gallivanter, and I was like, "What? What does that even mean?" And so you know, <laughs> click it, and yeah, so. It sounds like a dating website for ghosts. Ghost Gallivanter. Like, uh, do I need a stagecoach to, you know, do this job? I'm not sure. And so, anyways, I applied in March of 2020. And so that's, like, right when the pandemic was starting, barely starting, you know, to become, like, a conscious thing. You know, you got the the riots breaking out and stuff. So it's, like, a lot of crazy stuff's happening, you know, and everybody's being affected. Um, lucky for me, I had just quit my job, but so, you know, so it wasn't like that big of a deal for me. I was actively already looking for a job. Um, but I didn't get called back until, uh, May, basically the end of May got hired by June and they basically just give you scripts. Yeah. Memorize. And yeah. And, and, it's a walking uh, tour, right? You walk around. It's a walking tour. Yeah. You show them the sites. Thing. People ask like, you know, do you get to go inside of buildings? No. Like for my company, we don't. I know there's other ghost tour companies that kind of do offer that or offer like buses um but no we just walk outside and talk about the history the dark history especially you know all those, yeah yeah like, it's ghost, stuff it's ghost tours yeah, right it's downtown so like literally you know at the alamo one yeah, of like the center, worst yeah. things that's ever yeah. happened in the area like so many people died <laughs> yeah i mean and just uh, that alone is yeah i think like i always thought that like if there's ever concentration of ghosts it'd be like battlefields and stuff and that's that that was the alamo right mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. there's so many ghost stories of a uh, of, of like gettysburg i don't know if you ever hear a couple of those and stuff I right? about, yeah, a couple, yeah. couple. and um but I, I don't hear too much about the alamo do you know any like crazy alamo ghost stories or um crazy alamo ghost stories so one thing that i have learned i mean and from various sources because that's another thing too like just because we're given scripts um we're allowed to add on to things and okay. as you know as long as it's truth factual and stuff because the scripts are very oh, general so, so it's a historic like like that your your company is pretty um like like um they, they like to stay really historically correct and stuff right like, right okay. yeah we try to stay accurate i mean at least i do because personally i'm i'm from here i was born and raised here in san Antonio. oh cool, so, cool yeah it's really important to me <laughs> that it's true like yeah, yeah. and i don't like telling campfire stories and so there was only one instance on like um in the scripts like on one route where one location it's like, as I was reading the stories and doing research about it, because I want to know, like, specific things, like, yeah. you know, well, why do people think this person lingered, like, their spirit or whatever? And it just turns out it was, like, campfire stories. It was just oh, silly, goofy things that people said, like, allegedly happened, but not based in fact uh, at all. Like, there was just no... Cheese met. Yeah, it was just literally <laughs> no truth to it, no... I, you know, yeah. news reports or anything about it to indicate that it was true. So it's, it's like, like past the telephone. What's it called? Uh, uh, telephone games. Yeah. Telephone game, right? Yeah. It's like yeah. telephone games just over time and stuff. This is See, this is why I cannot work as a tour guide because, like, just to get extra tips, I would just tell them, Abraham Lincoln, pick it up right here. Very smart. <laughs> I would make stuff up, too, right? Uh, <laughs> David Crockett was making out right there with Jim Bowie. You know, <laughs> Got his first hand <laughs> right over there in the back alley. <laughs> <laughs> we can recreate that for a quarter, guys. Come on. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
No, so, you could see that for free. The, there's a lot of homeless people down there. <laughs> <laughs> it is a city, right? It's because you do it downtown, right? Right. So, yeah. So, I've, so um, that was the craziest thing that ever happened to you during during the ghost tour, like involving homeless people. Involving homeless people. One of the craziest things that has happened recently was about a month or uh, maybe a month and a half ago. There was this homeless guy that was across the street from where we were and basically we were gonna have to walk half a block to the right and then cut through the construction to cross the street and go left down the block and walk past him um and initially it didn't seem like that was going to be that big of a deal but as i kept talking like you know telling the story whatever talking to my guests um, I use a, a microphone and a, a speaker, you know, to amplify my voice so people oh. can hear me and everything. But I guess the homeless guy was either bothered by me or something. I don't know. Long story short, he starts coming at us, even though I have 28 people. So near 30 people as witness that this homeless guy is just coming at us. Just like, <laughs> is he yelling at y'all? Like, yeah, he's just like, fuck you, man. Like, oh, oh, like, oh, I'm just like, who are you? Like, I'm, I'm Jimmy Lou. Like, I'm out here every night. I don't know who you are, sir. Like, I've never seen you. And, like, he's coming at us. I pull out my taser, and, like, I'm starting to, like, click it, like, turn it on so he can hear. Like, this is, like, it's charged. Like, come oh, at no. us. Like, I'm ready, you know? And he didn't care. He was like, what are you, you bitch? You gonna shock me? And, like, <laughs> you know, I don't know. There was a buff guy on the tour. There's, like, one buff guy who, like, got in between me and the homeless guy because I, like, arms wide open like what are you gonna do like like oh like come on like what are you gonna do like for real sir like you're gonna have to go to jail like i'm gonna have to fill out paperwork the police are gonna have to come out here like i'm gonna have to shock you gonna have to stop my tour all over (laughs) it was just ridiculous it was just silly um that's probably one that's only one of the craziest i mean there's other things that have happened very similar or in that same dynamic of like oh shit like this is uh hmm Mental health at, is at a serious issue. At what point are we going to have... Yeah, <laughs> mental health is a serious issue. That's true. But then sometimes it's just addiction. It's probably and that, too. Yeah, I'd imagine. I think boredom, too. Yeah, yeah. boredom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a river walk, too. Right? So it's probably touristy, too. I imagine, like, everyone's yes. drunk downtown. Yeah. For real. Like, yeah, and <laughs> then we're, right off the river right, walk. Yeah, yeah, we're, like, within a few blocks of the river where we yeah. do the tours. So. And, so, and, and the river walk's kind of cool because they actually... We'll let you get drunk down there. Mm-hmm. The <laughs> yeah, they'll let yeah. you carry around. Yeah, the, the car- you can carry around right. on the river walk and stuff. So I'm pretty sure people get drunk. And, then and even in Main Plaza, too. Uh, and, yeah. like, we, we're in that area, too. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, a, that's right across from uh, the Hemisphere Park, or what's it called? Uh, well, no. It's or am I thinking of something else? It's a little closer to, uh, it's in, it's oh, where San Fernando Cathedral is. Yeah, okay, it's Cathedral and, and the, the courthouse, the right? Okay, yeah. yeah. Beautiful too, jeez. Oh yeah, that's a beautiful. That's a that's a pretty place to work. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> oh, especially this time uh, of Christmas time. Yeah, they, the got, they, they got the light shows on. Uh, mm-hmm. Still at the cathedral, where they do a show on the wall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I remember going to see one. It was, it's like just their history, right? The history of the. Yeah, they uh, do that every weekend on Tuesdays. I think mm. it's called the Saga. Yeah. The saga, yeah, San Fernando Cathedral, and it's a free. You just show up. I I don't know. It's like usually like eight thirty or nine o'clock mm-hmm. at night. And you'll walk around that area, right? We walk that's around that area. area. Yeah. So what's what's happening? What's happening there? Like, is is there like in the cathedral any ghost stories at the cathedral or? Oh, oh good for question. Sure. Yeah. For sure, for sure, for sure. And, I mean, definitely because I mean, the cathedral is one of the first buildings that was built in our city. Um, and I mean, part Even of part of the original is, church that was completed in the 1700s, it's still standing. Wow! Damn. Okay. Yeah. Okay. A lot of people don't realize that it's behind like the. the it's Gothic older than part. it's older than the Alamo or no? Um, oh, good question. N- no, it's oh. technically not because the Alamo was put up, I believe, in 1718. Okay. okay. Is, is it older? It's old, is it older than the White House? Uh, yes. Yeah, nice. Nice. Oh, Texas is winning. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, they're building the White House here in the Alamo over there. <laughs> well, did y'all know our state capitol building is, like, taller than the White House? Because we have to be bigger. Of yeah. course, obviously, yeah. 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 
Jesus Christ. Talking about some of the ghosts in Maine. Oh, yeah. Or at the church. How how old was the church? Okay, so it was basically, they started putting it up in 1731. Okay. And... At that point in time, the front part of the church, in front of the church, was a, a boneyard, like a cemetery. Oh, really? Where, yeah. the, where the plaza is? Where the, the plaza, yeah, plaza where, is where, the, where basically the actual cathedral is now. And yeah, in the plaza, too. And then that's oh, another thing, wow. too. There are bodies buried in the walls and the what? doors. Catacombs style? Or... Not a catacombs style. House of a Thousand or like a, no, uh, Wall of China where they just throw the bodies in the mortar. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. They that's just bad. mix them in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's We ran out of breaks. So what can we do? Yeah. <laughs> Calcium is very <laughs> it's good for mortar. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, so uh, they were buried inside the... Who, who was buried inside the alley? Who's burying them? The cathedral. Like, who was... At the cathedral. <laughs> yeah. So aside from local people, actually, some of the Alamo defenders, oh, technically, what? yeah, technically, I mean, not physically buried underneath the church or anything like that, but um, basically, Santa Ana was known as the Napoleon of the West. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he had his red flag in no quarter. Was he known that as that, church. or did he, did he just like call himself? I'm pretty that. sure he, he just called himself that. People were like, "Sure." <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, spread the word. Call me the Napoleon of the West. I'm, I'm not a history major or anything. I'm not. A, I don't have a doctorate, uh, so, so I'm not like, "Hold me to that." That's yeah. <laughs> you know, in my layman's idea of what General Santana was like, yeah, I'm pretty. Sure, he was just like, yeah, I am the Napoleon of the West. But who knows? Maybe he was. Uh, so you're coming back. No, you're not. Just a nerd. Okay, um, you're the Napoleon yeah. of the West. But okay, so yeah, I'm to, sorry. To, to, to prove his ruthlessness, he didn't give any or almost anybody a Christian burial. They say one person <laughs> was given a, a burial. I don't remember his name, but he was Mexicano, and he but he was defending the Alamo. His brother, also Mexicano, of course was serving in the Mexican army oh, and they were okay. fighting and so he was killed in the battle and so the soldier asked for permission to go get his brother's body to bury him um, to, you know to give him a proper burial but he's as far as I remember he's the only one that was given a proper wow. burial everybody else was just like disposed of in awful ways just thrown into holes or yeah. like big holes it was, it was war right so yeah, I mean, that's, yeah it was war I'm pretty well, sure some of them were thrown into the river oh okay. and then some of them were burned right in front of the alamo their corpses were burned in front of the alamo oh yeah, yeah. so those ashes some of those ashes are what's inside of the church oh that's why people say like oh it's haunted you know some some of the alamo defenders haunt the church maybe i would say james Bowie haunts the church <laughs> yeah i say that because he yeah. married his wife there Really at the really? At, at San Fernando Cathedral. Oh, wait, at the cathedral. At the cathedral back in yeah yeah back in the 1800s in uh, I believe early 1830s I, I like... or late 1820s I can't remember but it was a few years before the Alamo the right. Battle of the Alamo yeah. and basically a couple years before the battle um, cholera hits San Antonio <clears throat> he tells his wife his kids his in-laws even like his wife's parents he's like everybody go down Mexico go down to the other property that we have down there don't get sick I have to go up to the states to do business I'm pretty sure this is how it happened I can't remember but it, yeah. he comes back and then is told Ooh, by the way your whole family caught cholera and died what oh. everyone so, what, what your, did they stay or yeah what was your boy doing like a, i can't remember what was he was he was like a lawyer or a statesman or i boy? really can't remember no I, he, was he was some kind of like politician or some kind of politician like right? he, was, he, was, he wasn't from here right i heard he was a yeah. gambler and a knife fighter like i, heard that yeah. I, I don't i don't know yeah i don't know how true it is but it, is it true but he was definitely known as like a, a knife fighter for sure. I mean, even uh, I mean, the his, brother, knife, right? his brother designed the Bowie knife. Oh, so oh, okay. As a Bowie knife, and yeah, and that's why. So the name after his, his brother, brother. His brother designed it, but Jim Bowie was the one who was known for using it uh. um, effectively. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> nice. Well, that's yeah. nice. That's love like, right there. I want to use your knife, pal. It's yeah. like you know, supporting your brother's small business. business yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, you see, I think Jim Bowie. Every like all the stories, he seems like a cool guy. Like I don't wanna, I don't wanna kick it with him. 
you know, like have some beers with with Jim Louie. Like not Travis though. Travis seems like a like a posh dick. Like, <laughs> <laughs> seems like he'd be a. a That's how he was portrayed, right? In the movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, I don't know. I think I think I think David Crockett would just be bullshitting with me because he's a politician, you know. You know, he'd act like your friend, but is he like he just wants your vote? You know, like, actually, he's that one politician that would kind of be like, "All right, cool, we're gonna go in the woods and scare the fuck out of you just to teach you a lesson." I think he'd have a lot of bravado, you know. Uh, oh man! Cool. So color hits Mexico at this time. The, right, the year before? Yeah. Not like the year before. I don't remember exactly when, but it was a few years before. Because they say basically when James Bowie lost his family, like found that found that out on his way back. Uh, like he was back in San Antonio and was told this news oh that they caught the cholera and died. All of his so he had his, no one left. Like literally, his... like his in-laws, wow. his wife, and his two little kids, wow. and they were little. They were oh, little man. kids. Um, what is cholera, so, by the way? Is it like I, I want to say it's something that makes you shit uncontrollably. Yeah, the black yeah. shit, yes. The black, yeah. shit. The black shit. The black shit. <laughs> According <laughs> to a billion ways to die in the West. <laughs> <laughs> That's shit. crazy, man. Oh, Imagine wow. coming back. Cause and, the, and so they say he was never the same. They say he started drinking and drinking and drinking. Like, became yeah, a crazy alcoholic. Yeah, yeah. Basically. There's lots of stories about that. And then, yeah. So one thing that people have said for a while now is that at the Battle of the Alamo, Jim Bowie was sick in bed with typhoid pneumonia. And for those of you who can't see what I'm doing, I'm doing air quotes. <laughs> typhoid pneumonia. Because basically, the other theory is, no, he got so super drunk the day before Jeez. and just, just he poisoned himself, essentially, was Dude. dying of consumption. <laughs> and yeah, was dying of alcohol poisoning during the Battle of the Alamo. I can't, why, why was he, because he was one of the commanders there, right? Sort of. Why do we know why he was did he, that? Why he was qualified? Yeah, yeah. So I think they just gave it to him because he was just like one of the most macho dudes there. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> to like, yeah, just get everybody like rallied up. But again, that's just me thinking of the history in my yeah. own Jimmy brain. I don't know yeah. if that's accurate. That might be. Um, that sounds right. But uh, yeah, and, but yeah, he got way too excited about it and was like, yeah, I was drinking, 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 and then. Uh, made himself super effing sick to where he could not physically get out over. of bed. Uh, oh. I mean, we've all been days, there. Though, but for days, uh, oh shit! Like, like he was so, drinking for days. Like had been no sick for days after that, and like during the battle, album, was like still in bed. Wow. Sick with whatever he was sick with, allegedly type one pneumonia. But again, I still think it was, um, it was consumption. Yeah. He was dying of yeah alcohol poisoning or something like that. Cholera. He, he got the cholera. <laughs> cholera. He caught cholera. That no. would have been ironic. <laughs> cholera assumption. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. they say he he uh, died fighting though that they gave him a pistol in each hand and um, of course his knife too and he just was like whenever yeah there's that famous whenever they got of him, into right? yeah whenever they got into the room that he was in he was shooting just pistols shooting on his off bed. Yeah, yeah killing whoever entered until he ran out of ammo yeah. and was like bayoneted in his bed yeah. oh, dude what's well, so because there's, there's a painting of this yeah yeah there's a painting um of uh Jim Bowie's sick in bed and stuff, and then like Mexicans are charging in, and he has he's shooting his pistols are going. Oh, off. that's fucking um, cool! All right. You know, there's, there's that one, and then you know there's the one of Davy Crockett with his rifle up in the air, and Heard you know that. like standing over like all the dead Mexicans, like yeah. <laughs> something, and and, and then um. So did he pass on the command to another guy during the Alamo, or did he Travis, like, right? Yeah, it I will Travis. I will defend it from my bed. Or, and Crockett Crockett well, was uh. Went to Travis. Yeah. Was he commanded a militia? I believe he when he came in. I don't know. I, I could be. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, that's what I. I believe that's that's right. He brought like a small group of men with him to fight, and but yeah. So Jim Bowie gets himself, you know, KO'd. He's in bed, and then Travis is put in command. But everybody's like, oh, we have to follow Travis. You know, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much is what happens. And so everybody's like being super disrespectful to him and like. Who's so basically, Davy Crockett's the one to come in to be like, "All right, guys, come on, like we gotta follow him. Like he is the one in charge. Just do what I say." And everybody's like, "Well, okay. Well, Davy Crockett says he's cool, so." Like, sure, sure, you're in charge, Dave. Oh, I hate that. Dude. <laughs> He's just like, all right, let's. I'm in charge. Just give was, me the was, command. Was, was uh, Travis kind of like a Star Lord and 
And uh, <laughs> David Crockett Thor, you know? Sure, you're in charge. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. <laughs> so, and they all got buried there at the, the, the San Fernando. Fernando. Yeah, uh, I cathedral. mean, well, again, who knows whose remains are actually uh, yeah. they never, there. I mean, yeah. Have they ever tested it or no? No, I don't think so. <laughs> um, as far as I know, basically what it happened was it wasn't until a year after the battle that um, Juan Seguin, he was the one who gathered the ashes. And I can't remember exactly who he was, but he was some kind of like, also, you know, of course in the Texas army, but like, or the Texian army. And um, he he was somebody who technically survived the battle because he had been sent off, I I think. I'm pretty sure that's what what happened. he had been sent off to send a message to somebody. I think to say courier or something. Yeah, well, not as a courier. Like he was just he just happened to be the one. Like okay, you're gonna be the one to go tell Sam Houston what. Oh. And then, uh, or like to go get reinforcements. And Sam at that point, Sam Houston was like, mm, like <laughs> I don't think so. Like, it didn't seem like a good idea. It seems like a waste of resources. Whatever you know, whatever it is that Sam Houston's yeah. thinking at that point in time, basically. Nobody comes except for like another small group of men show up, but yeah, it's basically like 189 people inside of the Alamo compound versus about 1400 or 1500. Wow, so it was like 10, it was like 10 to 1. Yeah, it was a pretty, I mean, and so, (laughs) but they say, uh, you know, um. I wouldn't say really history, but more legend has it that because I mean, it happened so long ago and. It wasn't deemed significant until much later on really? in time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, even the Alamo itself wasn't even... The the building hadn't even been completed. Um, even during the Battle of the Alamo, it wasn't completed until much later on. Like the 1840s, 1850s, I believe, the U.S. Army comes in. And they're the ones to give it the iconic shape that it has today. Oh, okay. But before, it didn't even have a shape. It was just... Just a stone wall. Yeah, oh, yeah it was just like a, basically a shell, of a, <laughs> the shell of a church, because it was supposed to be a cathedral, a lot like San Fernando or any of the other. Oh nations. shoot! It really? Be, so so. It was supposed to be big and oh, an actual cathedral, but damn. the church just didn't complete it. Okay. So in the 1790s, it was being used as it started being used. I wonder as a why. Military right. Like, was it was it the. Um, I'm assuming the Catholic Church were, were yeah. they the ones building it? Yeah, or? it was built. It was, yeah, it was being built by the Catholics, but huge. I don't remember why they didn't finish it. But for some reason, they just were like, eh, yeah, they, they just left the front part. Okay, they just kind of gave up on it. Well, yeah. it was a lot bigger than what it seems like today, because people are always like, "That's it." When they come to the Alamo, they're like, "That's it." It's because <laughs> it is kind of like a small. Yeah, I mean, actual, yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, like that's the Mona Lisa too is like, I don't know, like, like an eight by ten, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> is it? A poster? What is the supplier? <laughs> but, well, no, yeah, because I went to the Alamo, right, and uh, I actually took uh, one of Jimmy's tours, and she was telling me, like, showing me like the, the, the bronze, I, I guess, the outskirts of the Alamo. There's like a big oh, yeah. old cell. They have like the, the the wax museum. They have what the Tomb Raider ride. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, you look, yeah. If you look at it, man, it's like huge, bro. Like it should be like like the actual miles. yeah. The actual compound was huge. It used to be big. There's a fort, right? Yeah. Something. It was literally a fort, but like no, virtually none of the original any of like the walls or anything was put up. Um, I mean, and it's really hard it's to history, right? like, yeah. know. Yeah, unless you actually people, know the history. Yeah. Walking downtown like tourists or anybody in general, just not knowing anything about the Alamo, you wouldn't. Yeah, know. you're watching like on a, you're walking on. Like a bat- you would walk past. They make like, downtown oh, yeah, on a battlefield, is. right? Like, yeah. Yeah, like there it is, right next to. <laughs> like, there's a mall. The... There's a mall on the battlefield where like Texans exactly. died. Exactly. Like, yeah. Literally, exactly. Right next to Starbucks. <laughs> 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 That's what I That's the truth. Tragic thing though, it's not a joke. There's literally like a Schlotzky's across the street. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, somebody died in this front row. <laughs> <laughs> no, literally, dude. <laughs> it's awful. I always feel so yeah. sad. Just like yeah. I'm in the mall. I'm like, man, there was an estate we had here. <laughs> 
see the, the river, right? The, the, the body's in there. Like, so I'm glad there's a marble slab instead. <laughs> I can't eat ice cream without hearing. Oh, <laughs> oh. yeah, man, that's crazy. Yeah. So, um, like, how far do you go back with the history when you're going on your grocery? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I guess just roughly about the beginning of San Antonio's history in general. Just, how old is know, San Antonio? It's like 300. Didn't we just uh, celebrate the 300? Uh, the, like, the tricentennial? The tricentennial. Like yeah, a few years ago. Yeah, a few years ago. Yeah, yeah. 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 So 1718 is oh, yeah. generally the agreed upon. Technically, there were Spanish uh, uh, land surveyors, essentially. I mean, they weren't just land surveyors. I believe they were monks or friars or, you know, some kind of church people like that um, sent from Spain um, by the king, like sent to like, you know, go out there and go find some land for me, basically. (laughs) It was like, find us a good place to basically start a village. And uh, they found the headwaters at San Pedro Creek, and then they found the San Antonio River right next door. And yeah, and that's basically like, the priest was like, yeah, this is nice. And (laughs) of course, being like plentiful, like all the vegetation, all the vegetation and like um, with the river and the creek and stuff, there were um like apache people comanche people there was like other native there were native people already living here so essentially you know how uh the english decided to just like wipe out (laughs) the natives um instead the spanish were a little more compassionate where they're like oh we're gonna convert them (laughs) and use them as labor instead um so that's what happened um so yeah, by how many tribes were um, how many by seventeen eighteen. I'm yeah. not sure how many tribes. Yeah. I'm not sure, but several. Like about to say, okay, okay. But yeah. yeah, they were nomadic people. So I mean, like it wasn't always like the same was, groups they, there was of no, tribes, uh, you know, around at the same time. Is there any structures that left behind from from Native Americans here? Yeah, there you go. No, yeah. not really like the Native Americans, because like I said, like they were nomadic people, so they didn't oh, okay. really they didn't, build they didn't really build anything. The only thing that would really kind of be anything like that would be the missions. Um, but, I mean, yeah, of course, that's the, that's the Spanish. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's technically built by the Spanish, but technically they did use Native American people to as laborers to help build it, too. <laughs> Slavery. So, <laughs> I mean, and yeah, I'm, I'm, I personally have not been to the missions, um, so I can't really say for sure what they do out there, but I do know that they have volunteers that... Mm, definitely go over the history of how life was back then, like in yeah. the 1700s, especially. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's crazy. That's cool. Yeah, I could just, I could just imagine, man, just how many tribes were here. They saw the, this land and like, oh, we just moved these Apaches. We should be okay, okay, we're good. Yeah. Wasn't there? There was a treaty that went down here between was it the Apaches and the Comanches? Oh, and a big massacre happened downtown, right, or something like that. I don't know. Um, I think, uh, you might be thinking about the council house fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that happened in 1840, so four years after the Battle of the Alamo. They say that the Comanche people were breaking into the settlement (laughs) of San Antonio de Bejar, and they start kidnapping the women and the children. Like, literally, parents were telling their kids, like, what to do in case they get kidnapped and stuff like that. It was, it was just horrible times. But at some point in time, the San Antonians start capturing some of the braves from the Comanches, some <laughs> of their men. That's yeah. crazy, like, child it was kidnapping just crazy. war so, going like, on. <laughs> it was decided there was going to be a swap. So they're like, you know, we have your men, bring us our women and children back, and we'll give you back your men. Jesus. And, yeah. So they decide to meet at the council house, which is in Main Plaza. It's downtown. It's yeah. you know right next to San Fernando Cathedral, right, right in front of it. And I don't think it's the same building, but the building or the, the area location. where it happened, yeah, yeah, there is a building there, but I'm not sure if that's the original building. But there was a building there at some point. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so what had happened essentially was a miscommunication because. The Comanches had only brought a few of the women and children back, including this one girl. Her name was Matilda Lockhart, and she was 14. She had been missing for about a year and a half, two years. So aside from being used and abused by the or by the Comanches, she had a disfigurement, and this disfigurement was 
she had a hole in her face where her nose used to be because the women of the tribe would wake her up by placing a hot coal to her nose every single day what and then picking the scab off of her face every single day until there was just no more flesh left to her oh my god why it was just sick and so of course seeing matilda like this the the san antonians were like oh my god like what did they do to you like this is awful um matilda also tells them like by the way, there's more of us back there. Like, they didn't bring Very everybody long. back home. And so the San Antonios were like, look, you're going to leave your chief behind, and you're going to go bring us the rest of our women and our children, and then we're going to give you your chief and your men back, and then we're good. And it was just like, there were there were intricacies in the Native American politics that basically, it was just like a huge miscommunication to the point to where it, everybody just started getting riled up over this. Like, no, this is not the terrible going translators. Well. Yeah, stuff. yeah, it was just like not going oh, yeah, well. Everybody yeah. starts freaking the f out, and then oh shit. So, the long story short, the Comanches had brought bows and arrows to a bayonet fight. Oh. They had gotten gunned down or bayoneted like point blank, and then but a lot of the San Antonians they they didn't survive. Because the Comanches had left their women and children out in the main plaza. And so when they saw the commotion break out inside of the council house, they started shooting their bows and arrows into the building, essentially killing off most of the people that were left standing. Oh, wow. So that's why people think, like, again, main plaza in general. I mean, just in downtown. In yeah, general, like, yeah. There's so much bloodshed just, like, everywhere. I mean, that's just one story, like, wow. one building. Yeah. It's right there next to the Starbucks. Yeah. Yeah, right, right, right there, next to the McDonald's. <laughs> I got drunk right down the street from there. Yeah. Uh, so the amount of bloodshed that's just in that that one little plaza. There's just so many histories, so much stories there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, that is that is crazy. Yeah. What's well, an old city, right? You you'd expect that from, from Tombstone. Yeah, Tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> Legit, man. That's that's nuts. And so yeah, did uh, uh, did they go back for the women and children or what? I just wanted to know my bad. I don't actually it. know. Uh, somebody asked me something recently too that I couldn't think of the answer to. Uh, it's just one of those things that I haven't really researched more into because yeah. people haven't really asked me more questions about it. I personally haven't thought about it. Like what yeah. did happen to them? Because I, mean, I don't really know. Could you imagine like some of these kids growing up like in the Native American ways? You know, they start you know. Yeah, they kind of, and some of them have. Yeah. yeah. Have y'all heard of Darn? I can't remember his name. It's something like um like Kona Parker or something Kona like that. Parker. Or something like that. Yeah. His name oh. starts with a Q. I can't remember his name. I feel like I'm really not getting his first name right, but his last name was Parker. And um he was half white, half Comanche, I believe. Something like that. Basically his mother had been kidnapped by the Comanches. Like, she was a white girl that was kidnapped when she was about six years old and grew up with the Comanche people. Yeah, Yeah. and, like, as, like, a Comanche and even married into the tribe and, like, had kids and stuff and, you know, and was... And she eventually got, um, quote, rescued by white people and was forced to assimilate into white society. And this guy, Q Parker, he was never, um, he never saw his mother again when she was taken by the white people. Um, oh, and I can't remember what happened to him exactly. I believe he became some kind of like, I don't want to say like a celebrity per se, but like he did travel and like eventually oh, okay. start like going stuff, amongst right. like white people and stuff. And like also, yeah, the native people and just like telling his stories of like how he's somewhat conflicted being part white but not really because like how he i mean it was yeah absolutely yeah it has a huge disdain for white people because of how they treat the comanche people just a serious cultural differences between like Mm -hmm. you know european you know yeah the ideals right yeah texans you know then comanches Mm -hmm. and stuff and Mm -hmm. it's so gotta be so different yeah and you know what it's just like they're on the land. They actually know what to eat, what not to eat. Yeah, right. How are you going to kill your people? They're they fucking going to guide you throughout. through the berries, right? I mean, they're, 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 they, were, they were nomadic people, right? So they were really good at surviving in the wild and stuff. So, you think white people would be like, look, 
force work together. I mean, I heard you show me what not to yeah. eat, what to eat, something. I don't know. I heard it was, it was really mainly the Comanches and Apaches that stopped like the Western movement because it kept on going for a long time. Then for like a hundred years, it just really stopped. War. Like, yeah, yeah, because yeah, because mm-hmm. that's why they had to build up the Texas Rangers to yeah. to go and, and protect and stuff. What are the Texas Rangers? Uh, Texas Rangers. They they were like a. They were like a Texas militia back in the day. Um, they got started before, during the Texas Revolution, um, like right before. And they, they were really mainly there for uh, for conducting raids and stuff on yeah. the patches and protecting and rescuing like a kind like Pinkertons, right? Almost they go in and like stop conflicts and shit. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. stuff like that. And uh, they hunt, you know. And then they ended up becoming like the uh, wing of the law law enforcement agency. So I mean they're still around today. They they they're the ones that the Texas uh, DPS falls under. Oh. So when you right. get pulled over, like those are actually Texas Rangers, the Highway Patrol. They're classified, and then you know everyone knows Chuck Norris, right? Like, of course, Walker. <laughs> Walker, Texas Walker? Ranger. Yeah, you know. The best Texas Ranger. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, best. but that started like yeah, that's it's uh it started us as a little militia, just became a law enforcement wing. Before. I was wondering like. How how was how was San Antonio? How do you think San Antonio was back in the day? Like, what did it look like? I mean, I guess it just depends on what time period. Cause honestly, San Antonio in general is has a, a quite a progression to put it like in a kind of way. Like it, it's oh, it's so different from like each like the 1700s are nothing like the 1800s yeah. and vice versa, <laughs> like the 1900s and even like you know of course today. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, even 50 years ago. Was yeah, it a, was, it, was it a pop and place, though, back in the, the 1800s? You know, they got, like, nightclubs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, they yeah. kind of did have nightclubs. Um, so the from cowboy. the 1860s up until 1939, we had a red light district, a huge red light district. What? It was about 10 square city blocks, right, downtown, like, kind of right next to San Fernando Cathedral, actually. And it was referred to as Hell's Acre, San Antonio's Hell's Acre. <laughs> what? Yeah. Hell's Acre? Wow. And, um, I mean, and they say there were so many different, like, things to do. You could, for 25 cents, pick up the Blue Book, which was a directory, and it had names, phone numbers, addresses to hundreds of, like, different women. Um, <laughs> not just women, but, like, bars and uh, brothels. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Get Gertrude. She's the best. Yeah, the Acres, <laughs> Stuff like that. <laughs> Little reviews and stuff. I'm sure ads, too, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, snake oil. <laughs> Wolverington snake oil. <laughs> Get new wool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Okay, so, like, was it essentially the Wild West almost? or what? Cause Yeah. Because we're, we're pretty close to Mexico almost, right? Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. It's always been a, a, um, a larger city in the area, one of the larger cities in the area, right? Like, yeah, yeah, one of the more, like, populated areas just in general. Um, yeah, because, I mean, San Antonio was, like, already, like, like I said, it was ordained by yeah. the king of Spain. Right. Yeah. Like, literally, the king of Spain sent off, like, I don't know how many families, um, several dozen families from the Canary Islands. Um, which is off the coast of Africa, no. sent them to basically, uh, I believe, Central America? Or right. s- not South America. I don't South America. I don't remember. But just somewhere way south of us, where we are right here in San Antonio. Yeah. <laughs> and um, they were mostly all supposed to walk up to here, to San Antonio, but only 15 families made it up here. Um, whether by choice or by, you know, of course, illness, death, things like that. But some people chose to stay down and wherever they landed. I can't remember exactly, but they landed wherever further south. Or, you know, they found different areas as they were coming along. They're like, you know what, this is good enough. I'll just stay here and start my life, whatever. Um, but if they made it here to San Antonio, they were then, um, they were basically classified as aristocrats. Aristocrats. Oh, okay. <laughs> like the first families of SA, right? Yeah, like they were like given like a basically royal. They were like know, nobilized or something. Yeah, right? nobilized. Yeah. Wow. They were very important people in, in the city. I mean, and there's still some of the like descendants of those aristocratic families. Really? Still here in really? California. Wow. They have do, their do own you know like, private them? groups. Uh, I don't personally know any of them. One of them randomly added me on Facebook. <laughs> but I think it's because I'm like uh, I have one of the top fan badges on the Alamo <laughs> fan page on Facebook. Oh, I'm always commenting cool. things, or I'm always like correcting people because yeah, people always say actually, some like BS. They'll be like, "Well, John Wayne, like John Wayne had nothing to do with the 
actual Battle of the Alamo. Oh, yeah. Like, stop, stop citing the John Wayne movie that is not his <laughs> John Wayne defended the Alamo. I'm like, just to, like, all you need to know about the John Wayne Alamo movie is at the very end, it shows the sun setting behind the Alamo. The only thing is, the actual Alamo faces the sun. <laughs> Oh. So it's the sunsets in front of the Alamo, wow. and like even on, our downtown, yeah, our downtown is built intentionally to where none of the buildings cast a shadow onto the Alamo. Oh, oh wow! Yeah. So that's, that's an interesting um, thing. Yeah, I didn't know that. So yeah. <laughs> and the John Wayne movie, it sets behind the Alamo, but in real life, it sets in front of the Alamo. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, wrong, uh, Hollywood. Yeah, of you course. Have to correct? Did y'all like? Did y'all? Did y'all like the the John Wayne one or the Billy Bob Thornton? I like the Billy Bob Thornton. The Billy Bob Thornton one's is the actually movie. a little more accurate. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's like 100. I'm sure some of it's very uh, dramatized. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I would. I do like to think because I mean, there are some accounts of Davy Crockett um, trying to basically bring up morale and boost up spirits, you know, by playing the fiddle for the men. And yeah. so, like, I mean, that's a scene in the movies like he has, like. <laughs> You know, basically having a little face off with the Mexican army who's like, you know, kind of nonchalantly like teasing the Alamo defenders from, you know, afar. They're playing their music and then at one point, you know. Oh, yeah, it was like. Wasn't it an accordion? I can't remember if it was accordion or something. It was something like that. Yeah. yeah. I want to be on the Alamo going. And thus, the Battle of the Bones was complete. <laughs> <laughs> right, man. Why? Why? That that's should how it should have gone. Instead of a fight, like a like a battle of ba- battle of the bands to to see who wins. To save uh, the rec center. <laughs> <to> save- <laughs> 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 uh, that's crazy. I I love the history, man. I really do. I had no idea that you know San Antonio had such a you know. Oh, it's yeah. I lived here on my, on my life. It's an it old crazy. city, yeah. so I mean, I'd like to get. Yeah, it's, it's always been an interesting topic. I, I liked uh, the Texas, Texas history. I mean, we, like y'all grew up, y'all went to school here in Texas. Yeah, like, you remember yeah. Texas Week at school? Did y'all have? Did y'all school oh, have? Yeah, that? And, and every grade. Every, every grade. Every yeah. grade. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. Like we're gonna talk about the album. Like, did we do this last year? <laughs> yeah, last semester. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're like the blue bonnets and. Can we uh, talk about the the bloodshed here? That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Right. I wish I would have told some of these stories. Right. I want to hear about the the. Fuck little girl with the nose getting whittled off by Cole. Like that's yeah. cool. I would have paid attention to social studies. Like damn. Yeah. Do y'all, y'all do y'all have a a favorite? Cause didn't a favorite uh, movie about Texas or documentary y'all like? Cause I um there's a movie Texas Rangers Texas Rising a documentary on a History Channel did man it's amazing. Bill Paxton plays uh Sam Houston and uh, it's 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 like. Game of Thrones, Wild Wild West, like it's it's so awesome, dude. Like what, people are like, and I'm gonna go out and get married and have me a this brain gets exploded. <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh, it's, it's just so wild. Uh, Texas Rising. There's a there's a it's based off a a book by oh, I can't remember who, I can't but a famous Texas historian and um, History Channel bought the rights right and they did a documentary. They got a uh, oh the guy that plays Negan in a. Uh, Walking yeah. Dead. No way, yeah, bro. Yeah. He's, uh, he's one of the, 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 the he plays the guy who founds the, the Texas Rangers. What's his name? Morgan or something like that? Uh, Jeffrey Morgan? Jeffrey Morgan or Jeffrey Morgan or something? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he, uh, yeah, he plays uh, like the guy who founded the Texas Rangers, right? So. It's, <laughs> That's cool, uh, dude. It's, it's no a pretty idea. cool little documentary. Yeah. Texas Rising. How about you? Third um, documentary, right? So. I don't think I know the documentary offhand because I mean I I I watch them on YouTube sometimes or whatever, um, but all all I have right now is like Netflix and stuff. <laughs> um, but I will say that I do listen to a podcast. I just found this podcast recently um, on I think it's on Facebook. I follow a lot of Texas pages, and one of them recommended this podcast called Wise About Texas. And I can't remember the guy's first name, but his last name is Wise, so I thought that was clever, too. Wise about Texas, and um, he just goes really in-depth into, like, specific, like, battles or, like, even events. Like, uh, there was a huge flood that happened in San Antonio back in the 1920s, which is essentially what 
started like kind of like the snowball of building the river walk up into what it is today mm-hmm. and like the underground tunnel under, yeah because under the river what yeah i didn't know that okay yeah because um that's a question i get a lot is like so is, has there always been a river here or like it like like because i mean the river is it looks man-made when, right. you, when you're on the river walk. I mean, yeah. it's got sidewalks, yeah. you know. It literally it's ends got, like, at the mall steps. and shit. Yeah, it has steps where you can dock onto little boats and stuff. And I believe it's only, like, three foot um, downtown. <laughs> but, so, for one, yes, yeah, so <laughs> there's always been a river downtown, or that's run through yeah. that downtown area. But um, back in the early 1900s, there was this huge flood. Well, there was a couple floods, but there was just one that like completely almost destroyed our downtown like literally the water came up nine feet above street level i mean and the river is like i don't know how far below street level right now but it's pretty far down there like what caused the flood just like a lot of rain or something yeah it was just horrible horrible rain and um just the way but sanitario gets like that even now too oh yeah like half the city will flood yeah every so often the city will flood exactly but it was just it was just really bad. It was just really, really bad. Because, um, yeah, people hadn't really anticipated it to be like that. Um, but basically what was decided was, for one, I can't remember the guy's name, but the guy who designed the original idea of the Riverwalk was basically it was going to be a park um, that you could just walk alongside the river and, like, oh, yeah, there's trees oh, here cool. and, like, you know, benches and yeah, stuff. It's going to be really nice. Yeah. But basically a lot of the buildings downtown were built with basements. Um, that you don't really need in Texas um, because yeah the basements were only built um, I want to say by the the mostly the American people that were coming from the east was it like wineries or something <laughs> like I, well people were used to having cellars like up in the east coast and, like okay. the midwest and stuff you know you got tornadoes and stuff or like you know it's cooler weather up there and so you can like keep stuff in cellars oh, okay here in Texas yeah. it's too hot to really do anything like that I mean you could technically have cellars but I mean it's just not. It's not, nece- really it's necessary. not necessary. Yeah. yeah. Be like more. Like especially yeah in the early 1700s. Yeah, there and were then the caliche, like, like all the dirt we got here is like it's really all hard. Dirt. Yeah, it's yeah. like gravelly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's always it's like, like sand and dig rocks. Right that's all it's yeah. out here, sand and rocks. It's nothing good. Jesus. But uh, so yeah, basically what was decided eventually was carve out the the ground up to the buildings that have basements. And open up those basements to be those storefronts that we have on the Riverwalk oh. now. Um, and that was especially um, pushed forward in the uh, 1960s because that's when we had the World's Fair here in San Antonio. That's why Hemisphere Park was built. What? Yeah. Oh, wow. In, I didn't know that. In the mm-hmm. 60s? Mm-hmm. Wow. In the that... 1960s. Okay. Wow. I thought it was like in the 30s, right? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what... mm-hmm. Like, yeah, so fairly recent modern times. You know? Wow. Like, our parents were probably alive, you know? Yeah. <laughs> or at least their parents. What, yeah. what did you? Uh, what did they show? Do you know what they showcased like in the World's Fair? Because I, I I heard about like the thirties. That's like, when they built the the thing, right? The the atmosphere statue. The, oh, the uh, Tower of the Americas. Is that when they built that? Yeah. That's when they built that, and that's why okay. they built that too. It's kind of like to showcase like, ah, like we can do this. <laughs> yeah, you know, and like. San Antonio, man. Big tower, right in the middle of the city. That's another thing too. Is like. The sad thing is, like, the good thing about learning history is, like, oh, wow, you know, you learn these cool facts, but the sad thing is you learn a lot of hard truths, too. All the legends, right? All the Texas legends. There's a sad sad side to the hemisphere and, like, the the tower and, oh, yeah, it's beautiful. Basically, the city bought out a whole entire neighborhood, like, an established neighborhood. Like, I've even, I've shared it on my Facebook, too. Like, there's a photo of a woman, like handkerchief in hand sobbing while she's being let out by a female officer out of her home oh, wow. and it's like the captain's like yeah like, like in the 60s like yeah back oh in the 60s they're like oh. you know so and so age like 60 whatever like who refused to sell her home to the city is now being forced to leave it after like the city had already bought out wow the land oh my god i'm about to say can you Okay, let, 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 just just hypothetically, could you technically still have your house there while the whole construction's happening? Isn't your house is there? It's like no. I, I think mean, like if you walk in, there are yeah, right? I mean, in Hemisphere Park, yeah, there are There's now, like... um, or at least like nearby, I believe. Yeah. I haven't walked up to them, but I, you know, of course, they're historical homes. So I don't know yeah. why else they would have them up 
in the park because nobody lives in them. They're just yeah. display. Think, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, for decoration. Uh, no, they're for decoration. They're decoration. This is what the neighborhood used to look like. Now we have a park. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's now like, my dog shits. That's essentially what La Vita is too. Like La Vita used to be like the slums essentially. Oh. <laughs> Um, that's so weird right and then like and then now it's like an art district yeah. <laughs> and then the there's has a nice neighborhood down there too the king was it king, king james the king williams king district. williams district yeah. yeah there's a bunch of beautiful oh, houses heard, there. they're mansions yeah they're yeah. all like elbow to elbow but i mean they're really big beautiful houses too yeah gorgeous gorgeous i believe they were built uh i want to say the 1880s ish 1890s by the german immigrants when they I came think in. there were a lot of like really good like woodworkers yeah, that yeah. came in and they're like, well, well, I'll show you how to build houses. What was what's going on that the Germans came in? Do we know? Yeah, do you, that, what, uh, what happened? It was like a migration. I don't remember what happened exactly, but I mean, yeah, there were just a lot of German people coming uh, into the San Antonio area in general. Uh, I mean, that's why they have a lot of these German towns right outside of San Antonio, uh, like Fredericksburg, Fredericksburg and yeah, yeah like uh, you know, you got all these other little towns, and that's why. Because, like, some of the German people, yeah, they, they liked being in San Antonio. That's why we have a lot of different Catholic churches in downtown, too. Like, Saint, you don't just have San Fernando, you have St. Mary's, you know, and you have all these yeah. other ones. So, you know, St. Joski's. Darn it, I try not to do that. There's Saint Saint jo- no, St. <laughs> Joseph's. There's, um, so. Oh, right in the mall, at, right? At the River Center Mall. Yeah. There is a church that is surrounded by the mall on three sides, and it's called St. Joseph's. And I found out that people used to call it St. Joski's because originally the River Center Mall was this huge department store called Joski's. And the church absolutely refused to sell their land. They were just like, no, we're, we're here. Like, we're going to still be here. It's <laughs> so weird. Like, right? You see mall, 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 parking garage, little church. Just H- all yeah. yeah, and so, yeah, so all these different churches were built up because you had uh the spanish-speaking catholics then you had the german-speaking catholics and you know you had these other just like you know of course the english ones too and then uh, i want to say there was one like for the irish or something i can't remember there's a bunch yeah there's yeah, a, bunch a bunch downtown a bunch of different uh there's saint patty's saint joseph's i know and i probably like they never build over different times too right like i know there's a uh an irish no italian one uh Cause we have a Christopher Columbus statue down there, don't we? We don't have a Christopher Columbus statue. We have a Christopher Columbus statue. I think so. I don't know. I wow. Probably not anymore. Wow. I don't know. Um, we do have a Hotel Robert E. Lee. Oh, yeah. It's not an actual, it's not an actual hotel anymore. It's, a, it's an apartment complex. Uh, it's an apartment complex doesn't it, now. Isn't it, isn't, doesn't it have Robert E. Lee on the, yeah, on the wall? Yeah, on, on the very top, there's, or a, something like that. there's okay. technically neon signs that say <laughs> But uh, the neon's broken. Oh, okay. um, so, too. Uh, so the, it's one of those things where, like, people are very conflicted on it. Because, of course, you've got the people that are, like... Haven for racists. They're, like, um, we should take it down. Like, you know, do you know the history of Robert E. Lee, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. And then there's like, some people that are, like, no, but it's a historical building. Like, yeah. they don't build them like this anymore. Like, this is an original thing on the thing. And, like... Right. You know, That's so right. it's very, like, conflicting. Because, I mean, it was... It predates when our conservation society was even formed, so it's it's wow. technically very historical That's in crazy. our city. So it's like to alter it would be very. What are they gonna do? They're gonna put like a history of it, but I do understand why people put a basket of robins there or something. Just change it. Well, people have said. Well, I think uh, I read an article that said Robert that Tealy. the. Uh, the, <laughs> the owner of the building is trying to, I think, because the owner of the building is trying to fight against the conservation society. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, on changing it or something, because like he wants to change it or she, I don't know, they want to change it to just Hotel Robert or like RBT. Uh, period. Yeah. You know, Robert. How, how about the Hotel Robert? Hotel, Hotel Bobbert. How about Hotel Bobbert. Uh, Hotel Bobby. Uh, <laughs> then it goes back to like, no, you're altering it. Like, it's historical. Uh. Da, da, da. So I guess it's a happy medium. They haven't fixed the neon. So it doesn't <laughs> light up at night. And a lot of city does when you see it. It's, oh, wow. There's a lot of lights at night. That's crazy. 
And there's always construction going downtown too. Oh, like it never seems to end. Oh my god, I know. Um, some oh. of it's pretty cool. Like then they, um, some of it I think looks nice. Like the new Chase Bank. Is it the new Chase Bank? Oh, the yeah, Chase Bank. I understand. It looks like oh, the Frost, the Frost, frost Bank, the Frost then, Tower. Yeah. But then you go further downtown, right? Everything's blocked off. There is just essentially a big asshole <laughs> right in the middle of yeah, downtown. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm thinking to myself, what fucking meteor hit right now? <laughs> like, like seriously, like a meteor hit and just get it a couple of blocks right down the street. Yeah, and you can't drive for like. Yeah. Like, oh. like cause I used to take the bus. Oh, I, I used to take the bus down there. Oh yeah. 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 Me and, too. Like, me too. The via bus. Yeah, so. the GPS doesn't register that there's like construction obstacles, right? So you'd be like, you'd be walking and you just hit fence, and the other and the bus stop you need to get to is on the other side of the fence. Mm. They also just, between yeah. that is construction. Yeah, they also just like I think like what two years ago they finished the the new bus station downtown. It's it's pretty nice I think. It's, mm-hmm. We have a I don't know I I kind of like the parks here too and some of like we have a beautiful city in San Antonio I think like what they do here with like the parks and some of like the 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 civil engineering stuff that goes on here is like it's real nice it's beautiful I like it <laughs> it's yeah. a pretty city. You know, it's, it's it's funny hearing some of these stories. Right. Well, yeah. It's, it's I I love hearing the history. Like I said, I had no idea how many stories, how like how how lush our history was in San Antonio. You know. Cause that meant yeah. Cause I heard like outlaws used to come here, like badass outlaws too. Mm-hmm. They say like Butch Cassidy. Um, what? Men, yeah. yeah, men from the Wild Bunch. Billy the Kid is you know came to Texas came to, to Texas. die apparently that's the yeah. legend. Wow, right? it's crazy, man. So a lot of a lot of big names. Well, if it's a big city, right? People are coming down here. Yeah. So. And as uh, being a you know a blues fan, I also learned too like Robert Johnson, one of the badass blues musicians. Oh, what do you what do you play? Like, he played you... he played blues essentially. Yeah. This, this is the guy that you heard of that he sold his soul to the devil. Oh, yeah? For some guitar skills, right? <laughs> so he did this whole tour, you know, essentially through Texas. And I heard he was actually at, in San Antonio, at like the uh, the Grand, not the Grand High, what was it called? Gunter? The Gunter Hotel. Oh, shoot. Yeah, recording, dude, just recording. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, I heard that legend. But then, you know, sit here and figure out the outlaws that I used to be like, oh, shit, Butch Cassidy. Billy the Kid, oh, they used to come here and party, dude. Like this is party time. This is basically Vegas for outlaws. Right. I wanna, I wanna know who the first stand-up comedian here was. Like, who, <laughs> who really started the scene? <laughs> Where's the first open mic in the 1800s? We got any of that? Oh, <laughs> as far as I know, no. I mean, well, just in general, like history of comedy, I wouldn't even say like stand-up comedy was a big thing until like definitely the 1900s, like. The way we we do stand-up comedy now i mean there's always yeah. been like gestures and stuff yeah. like that you know clowns and stuff yeah. mimes um but like modern stand-up comedy is like especially the way we do it today i would say would be like 1970s but like there's comedy stand-up comedy from before i say more vaudeville i, mean, I say like they were doing it vaudeville that's ways. what i would say what's too. that what's that like vaudeville's kind of like what improv you know kind of uh, oh okay trip. like yeah something like, like that a traveling yeah, like traveling tricks. plays or something yeah. because like in the tw- like you ever seen uh oh fuck you don't you don't know this guy oh, okay okay you ever seen uh boardwalk empire yeah Remember that? Um, they had that one comedian doing stand-up, doing jokes. You know, yeah. that was one of the first okay. ones. Yeah, like yeah. yeah. Okay. Art Buckle, you know, something like that. They would do, like, stand-up like that. But even before that, I think, like, gestures, gestures would tell jokes, little little notes, you that, know, Greeks, philosophers, comedy was a thing. Say, it's always been, a, like, a thing. Like, comedy in general has always been a thing, for sure. Like, you know, yeah. I would say since the beginning of mankind, but modern stand-up, yeah, I, would do it. Yeah. I, don't, I wouldn't even know. <laughs> if we had comedy clubs here up until actually, like yeah. in general, the probably first, until the eighties. The first in open San Antonio, mic but was I don't know. Seventeen hundred actually. By Oppenheimer Mikhail. <laughs> open mic became a thing. <laughs> I don't know. It's by Tim Comedy. He started. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Comedy. Comedy. He, was, he was a stand-up guy, you know, and everyone like that just started telling jokes. <laughs> just imagine Tim Allen. It's just Tim Allen. <laughs> Tim Comedy. Yes, uh, I know. There's been some. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm trying to remember. Um, the oldest one I could remember. And this name that long ago, like I know Bill Hicks came out and did 
some uh, stuff in San Antonio. Um, what was River Center? No, no, no. What is the River Center? Yeah, I mean, he did the River Center. And then, um, but, um, so I, I guess it was that one, right? I mean, that's the oldest one I could remember. But it's not know. even that old, yeah, long, old ago, so, yeah. Uh, I mean, he he just relatively kind of died, like, what, 20 years ago? 15 oh, years ago? Cancer, dude? Shit, yeah. bro. Yeah. Sam Kinison too was on the Houston lineup too, Texas. Yeah. Yeah, man. But, but honestly, I, I like I like hearing stories like that, man. I like hearing like outlaw legends and stuff like that. You know, some some you know treasure stuff. I always wonder if there was treasure in San Antonio. All right. Uh, you got one more. You got one more. You got a, one more uh, gunfight or uh, what do you say outlaw story? Yeah, Texas? that's a good question. Then we'll wrap end that on a on a story. badass one. I want to hear yeah. an awesome one. I love these stories. Mm. All right, um, let me think. I guess I could tell you all about um, Bob Augustine. Ooh. He was known as the White Terror. Of <laughs> <laughs> the White Terror? Okay. Yeah, the White Terror. He was a that's a special nickname. The Albino or something? <laughs> yeah, no, was no, white. he was just a, he wasn't local. He was just this Anglo guy, and he was this big white guy. They say he was like about six foot tall, huge, would often ride into town. Um, like a lot of people did back then in the 1860s, just enjoying the huge red light district, you know, getting drinks, having fun. Um, but like a lot of people back then, he would get way too out of hand because, yeah, back get then it was, it was lawlessness. <laughs> yeah, you had like, you know, cattle rustlers. No one would cut y'all off, right? <laughs> it's just like every man for himself at that point in What's time. What's a cutoff? But um, Bob Augustine would just, like his favorite thing specifically was to get super drunk, get up on his horse and harass local people. Um, specifically the Chili Queens and, uh, the Chili, <laughs> the Chili Queens, they were these ladies who, all they did was make chili all day. Excellent chili, right in main plaza and military plaza. And, um. Like the taco trucks of the day or yeah, something? Yeah, basically, yeah. I mean, they just had big pots of chili and you just go up and be like, yeah, you know, here's a nickel. Can I get a, you know, a bowl of chili? Whatever. And, uh, but Bob just hated these ladies for no reason at all. Would just like get up on his horse and just like chase them around the square until they, until they left. Just freaking them out, just being rude. It's called the white terror for a reason. White terror. <laughs> Big white guy just chasing these ladies oh. around. They're trying to make just trying to make chili. I'm trying to make chili. Stop it. Leave me alone. It didn't have cheese. It didn't have cheese. Oh, it's crazy. But so basically, they say one day, and this is 1861. Mm-hmm. They say one day a local guy, a local man, decides to like stand up to him and be like, "Hey, you're like, you need to quit that." He, he starts confronting him, and Bob Augustine responds <laughs> by shooting this guy in the ankle. And so of course that upset a lot of people. Um, basically, they got law enforcement out there. I don't know if it was the police. I can't remember when the police were founded here, but it was some kind of law enforcement. And they rounded him up. And they say he didn't go down without a fight. The the authorities had to beat him wow. into submission before they were able to drag him into the temporary courthouse. We had a temporary courthouse where our city hall currently is. Um, it's not the same building, but um, this temporary courthouse um, was there instead. And so I believe they waited like a day or two, but they put him on trial. And he doesn't say anything throughout his whole trial. You know, they're yeah. convicting him, whatever. And at the end, the judge is like, how do you plead? And at that point in time, he stands up, loudly announces, if you throw me into jail, I'm going to kill everybody in this room. <laughs> and so back then, you made a threat like that. It was seen as a promise. So the courtroom was like, oh, my God. And the judge was like, I'm not dealing with this today. He's not even <laughs> from here. Like, whatever. Give him his guns, unloaded, just get him out of the courtroom, whatever, I'm tired. I'm, wow. I'm, he doesn't want to go to jail, I'm not going to put him in jail, just get him out of here. That's crazy, so he's, he's threatened the court system so yeah, like that. Yeah, so, you know, uh, that's our justice system. And, uh, <laughs> no, uh, so he's, he's given his guns, unloaded, and uh, he starts walking out of the courthouse thinking, yeah, haha, got away with that, easy. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but the thing is, as soon as he steps outside, he's immediately surrounded by over 300 people from our city that were, like, 
they were riled up by the vigilance committee mm. and essentially everybody was like yeah like why is this guy coming in our town and just like fucking everything up and he gets <laughs> yeah. to get away with everything like yeah. no like he needs to pay for his crimes you know with the and chili so, ladies out there yeah, <laughs> they're like yeah waving their ladles <laughs> <laughs> So Bob, uh, you know, he's got no bullets. He's like, shit, I'm going to go back into the courthouse because it's a public building, you know, so he goes back inside to hide. But he first he runs to the, the judge and is like, can you throw me into jail <laughs> real quick? Um, because they're threatening to kill me out there. And the judge is like, no, <laughs> this is what you wanted. You didn't want to go to jail. Yeah. Um, so I'm not going to put you into jail. You're just going to have to figure this out, Bob. So Bob is hiding in the courthouse, essentially, peeking out of windows, trying to find a path of escape. At one point, he opens a window, sticks his head out, thinking like, okay, you know, I think everything's all clear. But two men recognize him, grabbed him by the head, drug him out into Military Plaza. So this is right <laughs> behind San Fernando Cathedral. Okay, right behind the church. Everybody's so, like, getting all crazy and, like, you know, riled up and stuff. They say the priests start coming out of the church. They start begging for Bob's life. But <laughs> somebody had already thrown a rope over a chinaberry tree. And it was a sign <laughs> that Bob was going to hang for his crimes. So wow. they strung him up by the neck. Um, but they say they left the noose loose enough that he strangled out there for several hours. Oh, oh shoot. So yeah. it was a... Damn, that's suffering. Painful. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, so, well, and get this, that wasn't the down. end of it, though. Oh, no. That, that <laughs> wasn't, so, guess, um, after several months, not just hours, days, weeks, but months, people continued wrangling up more outlaws, just vigilantes, wrangling up these outlaws and hanging them behind San Fernando Cathedral. Yeah, and it was just so bad that the priests every morning they'd wake up and be like, not again. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they started chopping down um, the trees. It's just like a cease and desist. Like, stop hanging people. Please stop <laughs> hanging people behind the church. Oh, We're man. sick of chopping like down the bodies and like... Oh. Yeah, so... Is there a number? Is there a number of how many people? Or Good question. No, offhand, no. In the I teens, mean, at, at least? After there. several months, I mean, oh, probably okay. a lot. Yeah. Enough of the preschool, that's enough. But, but, again, but again, it's like, you know, you could keep going with more history. I'm not going to go too much into it, but just to say, right behind City Hall. So mm. behind the church is City Hall. Behind City Hall is the Spanish Governor's Palace. Mm. Behind the Spanish Governor's Palace, there's another tree specifically known as the Tree of Sorrows. <laughs> and it's still standing to this day. If you check it out during the daytime, it has grooves in the branches from all the rope used to hang the people at that tree what? specifically. Because oh, that man. that hanging tree predates any of the uh, established like uh, government buildings that we had because they were using that tree what? as the punishment for the 1700s. <laughs> that is there was my no government building. What? That's crazy. So yeah, if you were found guilty of a crime, you were essentially yeah. taken to the Spanish governor's house. That was the captain's home at the time. And so oh there was like, well, you did something bad. Let's. Uh, I'm gonna go up, check that out. Oh my tree. god, that's crazy. Yeah. So. That's awesome. Jimmy Lou, thank you very much for doing this. Yeah. That was that was that was awesome. You're so smart. So appreciate it. Thank you very much. We're close out. Bye.